0: I'm going to read two portions of scriptures, two verses in each scripture, each portion. And it's... Well, let's just get to it. Exodus 3 and Exodus 4, verse 1 and verse 2 in both chapters. Now Moses kept the flock of Jethro, his father-in-law, the priest of Midian, and he led the flock to the backside of the desert and came to the mountain of God, even to Horeb. We've read this verse and the next one that I'm going to read many times, but God wants to say something. And the angel of the Lord another translation says the messenger of the Lord appeared unto him in a flame of fire out of the midst of a bush and he looked and behold the bush was not burned with fire and the bush was not consumed and Moses answered and said, But behold, they will not believe me, nor hearken unto my voice, for they will say, The Lord has not appeared unto him. And the Lord said unto him, What is that in thine hand? And he said, A rod. I absolutely feel the presence of God very strongly in this service, very strongly. I want to talk to us, it may be 10 minutes, it may be 30 minutes, because when, I'm, when I feel a finish, I'm done. I want to talk to us this morning, and you better realize With everything going on in our world, we better know where we're walking with God. Amen. Is this the end? I don't know. Could it be the end? Yes, it could. But I don't know what's going on. But I know one thing. If ever you've believed in it, you better declare there is a God in heaven that still is in control and he still understands. And everything that was spoken today and everything that was sung today was trying to talk into our lives. And God is wanting to say, I am here and I care You've got to put down yourself. You've got to put down your barriers. You've got to put down whatever may be preventing you from coming to him. And you better reach to him. And you better, it's time to say, God, I hear you. And God, I, not we, I want you, God. I want you. This is not about. 150 people or 550 people or or whoever may be here. This is about me and God. When this thing comes to an end, it's about the Lord and I. Was I ready? Am I looking? Is it going to happen? You're not going to hold me and you're not going to take me. So if ever I'm going to do anything in living for God, I have to find God. I have to find God. I don't live it for you. I love my family more than life itself, but I don't live for God from my family. And I will not live for God or fail to live for God because of my family. I will walk with God. Oh, God, my message that I feel like the Lord's laid On my heart, I want to talk this morning about when God has a message. When God has a message. If we had not gone through the book of Exodus, the birth of Moses, the things that happened to him, the 40 years in Pharaoh's house, the 40 years in the wilderness, everything that ends up happening in Egypt. If we had never read all of this and understood this, we could look at these scriptures and not knowing the outcome and say, wow, oh my. The bottom line and the truth of it is this. When you're reading Exodus 3, God was about to do something marvelous, both in the life of Moses as well as in the lives of the Israelite people. And I'm going to tell you this morning, and I felt it more and more and more as this service has progressed, God is going to do something marvelous today. I have felt the presence of God. Sometime Monday, I began to pray and study over this. And I have felt the peace and the unction of God encouraging me to speak this. And I am just telling someone you take it, you leave it. When I walk out of here, when this is over, I'm going to walk out and say, God, I did exactly what you told me to do. But I'm just telling you that I feel to tell somebody, you need to get ready. It's about to happen. You need to get ready. It's time to, it's time to close whatever you're writing on. It's time to stop thinking about what's going to happen tomorrow. It's time to not worry about something that's in the distant future that you don't see. And you got to understand, God is going to do something in the next little while. Well, well, you sound like you're pretty sure. That's only because I'm very sure. I am very positive. God's getting ready to do something. After 40 years i been in the wilderness. Brother Eric, you said you're 42. If I didn't feel this so strong, I'd pick on you about what you said about the baby keeping you awake. I imagine Tara was the one that was awake most of the night. You're 42. Just you Think about it. Moses was in the wilderness less than two years, two years from where you are right now been alive. Had no idea what God was getting ready to do. Didn't know why he was there. Can I tell you this? Take it for what it's worth. It's not an accident you're in this service this morning. It's not a mistake that you hear or a coincidence. God puts things together and God plans things and God says, I'm going to do. And when God is ready, God's going to take it over and God is going to provide it. So we need to listen and hear. The day that we're given in Moses' life is a day that is just like the past 14,600 days. Everything that is going on up to this time in the wilderness has been the same. But on this day, 14,600 thereabout, Moses has an encounter with God Nelson, I've realized when I looked at it, this is his first encounter with God. Now, God was all over him from his birth until this time. He didn't know it. Would you please just let me say what I feel as I'm saying it? God has been involved in your life, your entire life. You just don't know what God's been doing to get you to the place that you are right now. God had to bring you here, but he had to take you through. And God is about to do something. I want to ask you, at 11.32 on this 15th day of October, what will you do if God reaches out to you? I didn't say would you sit back and watch as someone else reaches out. What will you do? Moses has just witnessed, I don't care how you look at it, one of the greatest miraculous moments in all of humanity. He's standing in front of a bush that has a fire in it, but there's no consuming. It's a flame, but nothing is happening to the bush. And when you look at this, as this is going on, the next step or the next verse says, And the angel or the messenger of the Lord appeared to him, spoke to him in a flame of fire. Again, another translation says, as a flame of fire. I don't care how it happens. I just want it to happen. I don't care what God does. I just want God to do. I just want God to have his liberty in my life. I don't really care what transpires in it all. First, it was a fire that was not burning. This isn't the first time he'd seen a bush. On fire, they said lightning strikes, heat lightning. In the desert, that was a common occurrence that the bush would be burning. So he turns because he just kept watching it. And there wasn't anything happening to the bush. And then it go, he goes up and he hears a voice from the bush calling his name. Now, friend, I can make all sorts of statements about this. I could say all sorts of things about what's it going to take to get your attention or my attention, but the bottom line is this. Moses knew that God was speaking to him. In just a little while down, and I'm not going to read the verses for time's sake, the Lord tells Moses... I am the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He clarifies who he is. Let me tell you, if you're wondering what we're feeling in this place this morning, it is not not an eloquent speaking. It is not the beat of the music. It is not the words of a song. If I need words of a song to fill God, I am lost, horribly lost. If I need entertainment to hear from God, I will never ever be saved but what I need to know is what I'm feeling in this house is none other but the presence of God God is in this place almighty God is in this house if I believe God created then I believe the creators here If I believe the Creator's here, then I believe anything you need is capable of being taken care of in this service today. I believe that whatever you find yourself, God can take care of it. It's unimaginable. And I thought about it multiple times this week. It's unimaginable this must have been for Him To stand in front of a flame that was not consuming the wood that it was standing in, to hear a voice speak to him. I want to tell you, and I've got several things here that I have felt over and over and over the last couple of days. It may not be a flame of fire that you see. It may not be an audible voice that you hear, but I want to tell you this, and please just loose from everything else. There have been times in your life (laughs) that God has come to you with a message He tried to say something. He tried to speak something to you. He tried to come to you. Now, whether you received it or not, that's between you and God. But that does not lessen the fact that God showed up. And God made an effort. And God saw what you were going through. And God knew what you were dealing with. And God said, I am your answer. I am telling you, the message has come from God. I felt to write this in here. Don't let your doubts get in the way of your miracle. Several things have been spoken this morning along this. The Lord said in verse 10, the third chapter, he said, now, go, I am sending you to Pharaoh so that you can bring my people out of Egypt. If you read all of this, the Lord says just before that, I've heard their cries. I've seen their hurt. Don't you understand every time you've shed a tear God's looking at it. Every time you've prayed a prayer, God's heard it. You don't just say, well, nothing's happening. It is happening. It took 40 years for this to happen. It may take a little while in your life, but you've got to open yourself to God, and you've got to be, be able to say, God, speak to me. Draw me. Let something pull me. The burning bush... He didn't need the bush for this to happen. The burning bush was just to get his attention. Do we need everything we do? No. But if it gets your attention, it's worthwhile. Sing it again. Say it again. Worship again. What I'm questioning and what I've been looking at and I've, uh, what I've been left with, what is at this moment or what has God sent that was meant to get your attention? Oh, I'm good. Good has nothing to do with it. What if God wants to do something in your life It goes beyond anything you can even imagine. I'm not going to ask for a show of hands. Phil, I wonder how many, if you would just show it with you, inside of you, how many of you have been faced with some hurt in the last year or two? You don't think God doesn't see that? You don't think, how does God, how, well, what, what's going to, you give God a little bit of time and God's going to take care of your hurt. well God you don't see us we're over here in Egypt we're being beaten oh I see you I'm getting ready to do something that you're not even going to believe but we got to go a little bit further here I'm working on it well what you doing I've got a man named Moses that I've never spoken to before he's in the wilderness and I'm going to work with him it's about to happen I just I, I couldn't get away from the his moment at this with the voice and the flaming fire. From that point, here's where humanity kicks in. Brother Eric, you were all over it this morning and some of the things you taught. Even after knowing that what he was witnessing was the Lord. What does Moses say when God says, Now go down and go to Pharaoh? Moses, there's seven times Moses belittles himself. He begins, he says, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh? Jeremy, I'm nobody. I'm nothing. Oh God, take the nothing out of us. Take that, Lord, I'm nobody but I need you. It's not about who you are, what you are, as was said so greatly today, where you may have come from. It does not matter. The only thing that matters is I'm standing here today and there's a voice coming to me. There's a presence speaking to me and God's wanting to do something. God's trying to do something. God answered, and oh God, please let me catch this. When he said, who am I? God answered and said, I will be with you. From that point, does it matter who you are? From that moment, does it matter if God is with me? Suppose I go, and they ask me who your name is, or what your name is. You just tell them I am that I am. And we can say whatever we want to, but there's a lot of confusion in that. What's going on in this house today? I don't understand everything. Let me ask you something. Have you felt something? Have you felt something in God? Is there something that feels right? If it feels right and you're in the place that we're worshiping God... I'm so glad that Moses didn't have anybody standing around him. There's sometimes the best thing you can have is to be by yourself. If someone had been around him, they might have said, Moses, this is crazy. Moses, don't. If you come into a place and you feel a worship and somebody's around you not worshiping, you ignore the not worshiper because they're not walking with God. If you can come in the presence of God and not worship, you don't know the God that I know. When they sang hallelujah a while ago, I could reach out to the heavens and start calling God down. I feel God. I want to be with somebody who's believing what my God can do. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I'm going to ask you. I'm going to ask you. I don't know how else to say it or do it or even allude to it. Has God spoken to you? Well, no. Have you felt to maybe pray a little different? Have you felt to step out? have you felt possibly to say something well that's not us doing that to you that's god what i feel is different no what you feel is god what you feel is god they never believe me moses said in verse 1 of chapter 4 they say the lord didn't speak to you Can I please tell somebody, it's time. This is my eternity we're talking about. Stop worrying what you think anyone else is going to say. Stop worrying. Well, if I do that, they're going to think, who cares what anybody else thinks? God wants to work a miracle in your life, and you've got to open up to God. Ah. Then God says something to Moses when Moses is still after the seven times of doubting or trying to discourage. We've used it, said it thousands of times. God looks at Moses, what is that in your hand? He's a shepherd. He's tending sheep. He's on the backside of the desert. He said it's a rod or a shepherd's staff. They used it to fight off an adversary that might come, an animal. It had a crook in it. If a, if a lamb slipped and got down, he could lift that lamb up with it. It was to be used to help steady him when he's walking his long journey. It's nothing. Most likely he had sat at the tent one day and carved it out of some wood that he liked and it was well worn. It had his hand stains all over it. It's nothing. It's just something I've had for a long time. It's just a shepherd's staff. And God makes a statement. He said, throw it on the ground. And it became a snake, and Moses ran in fear. God said, reach down and grab it. And it became a shepherd's staff one more time. Now, what does that have to do with me? All the Lord was trying to tell Moses, with all of his negativity, he said, you already have enough. You have everything you need to do what I'm asking you to do. That's what he's given him. Moses was looking for something to cause them to believe. Moses was looking for an answer. The Lord said, what's already in your hand? What is already there? I I couldn't help. I'm not going to go into any detail with it. But Moses' mother, where did she come up with? building an ark and sending her newborn baby out in a crocodile infested Nile River. What are you doing? She just simply said, I have to do something. I Let me tell you something today, somebody in this building, it's time for you to do something. It's time for you to say, I'm going to go another step. I'm going to do something I've never done. God's trying to talk to me. God has a message this morning. The Lord didn't ask him, do you have anything in your hand? His question was, what do you have? He did not say, why don't you go and find something? You already have it. Quit looking for what you already possess. You know... So much could, but I'm not going to. I believe that if you will let God, that God will put something in your hand for you to hold on to. I could go through a litany of situations over the years in this church where people came and prayed, asked for impossible prayers to be prayed. Whether you remember it or not, I remember it. God answered some things. We have children in this church that were either birthed or adopted because of prayer. We have sicknesses and we—does everybody get healed? No. That had some horrible, horrible reports, and God turned it around. Let Him put something in your hand to hold on to. I look at these the young people down to the children. I thought this morning, and we are in the fellowship on prayer, appreciate the prayer, the class on prayer that Sister Brenda's offering to the girls. We want to teach our kids to do a lot of things in life. I want to teach them to fish, to hunt, to play ball, the girls, I guess mainly to shop. These are things that we want we want to do. But we we'll are fail them miserably if we don't teach them to pray. A verse that I have held on to in my life for the last probably 50 years. In the book of Acts, the 12th chapter, you find Simon Peter in prison. Said it untold numbers of times. Don't miss what the opening of that says. The king killed James, one of the inner circle friends of Jesus. James, the brother of John. One verse is all we have, just a sentence. We don't read of anything else going on. Then we have, and he took Simon Peter with the intentions in the morning, bringing him out and executing him. You mean the same king that had just executed James? Yes. Now they want to execute Simon Peter? Yes. The scripture I hold to. But prayer was made without ceasing of the church for him. Well, what is that? It's in my hand. It's in my hand. other day when I got through the text I don't want to go but the other day that's a scripture that came to my mind prayer was made I'm going to tell you everything changed when prayer was made you hold on to that don't you let that that's not just a biblical something I read God gave that to me God gave that into my life I don't care what the doctor might have said, prayer was made. I don't care what the job situation may say, prayer was made. I don't want us to be filled with fear with all this mess going on with Ukraine and Russia and now the Palestinians and Israel, well, what's going to happen? I don't know, but I know one thing. Brother Mike, I'm holding on, but prayer was made. Prayer, what are you talking about? You what are you going to do? I'm going to pray about it. I'm going to talk to God about it. I'm going to let God come into my life. I'm going to let God take over. I'm going to let God work it out. It's going to happen because God stand with me. Everything changes. Oh, I wish that I could just, right now, I wish I could just come to some. Everything changes. What good is a burning bush experience? Now, that's awesome. But what good is it if you're not going to trust or willing to do what the Lord says after the experience? I'm out here in the presence of God on this Sunday morning. I have feasted before God. I have stood before Almighty God. What good is it if I don't let it affect me? I'm going to walk out of here in the next few minutes. I'm going to put my problems right back on me. I'm going to have the same mindset that has been eating at my mind and trying to tear me apart. I'm going to have the same stinking, rotten attitude that may be keeping me away from God. What good is it if God comes in? I'm going to tell you what good it is. It's good for me because I'm going to turn to the burning bush. I'm going to turn to the flame. I'm going to turn to the voice of God. And I'm going to say, speak, Lord. Speak, Lord. I want to hear what you have to say. I want to hear. I want. Not to, I can't help you. I can't make you. I was here early this morning. There were two two specific instances that were strongly on my mind. And I have felt more positive in God than I have felt in a long time. I felt I want to bring a miracle in these lives. I can't bring it to you. But you know what I may be able to do? I might be able to point to the flame of fire. I might say, hey, are you hearing that? I hear something. I hear God. God's saying something. God's doing something. Something. There's something there. What are you talking about? I'm telling you, God's trying to talk to somebody in this place this morning. You've got, you got to, you walk out this door and you ignore what God's doing. God doesn't owe you anything else. If Moses would have said, it ain't going to happen, then Moses would have been, we wouldn't be reading about all the feats of Moses. Moses could have turned and walked away. You can turn and walk away. I want it. <laughs> I want to ask you for a moment. If you just close your eyes with me, we're not looking around. But in a show of trust, a show of trust. If God has ever given you a word, a promise, a touch, and now the enemy of God is trying to convince you, you can't do this, you can't live it, you can't win, but you know you've heard from God. I want you to lift a hand high, and by doing so, I want you to declare, I've heard from God. (laughs) I've heard from God. God, devil, you liar. I heard from God. That is a burning bush. That is a flame of fire. There is a voice there. God is talking to me. I'm going to quit worrying about it. I'm going to quit letting it get me down. Now I'm going to ask you, eyes still closed, I want you, by declaring that, I want you to make a statement to God. God, God, you put this in me, you gave this to me, whatever it is, I don't care how far-fetched it may seem, you gave it, I will not let go of it. I'm gonna hear what you're saying. If you feel that, I'm gonna ask you to take a step out and come stand here, not looking for anybody else to come because if you do that, it's not worth anything. But I'm going to come. God, you spoke to me. This thing that I'm dealing with, this thing I've battled, God, it's in your hand. God has a message for you. You better come and let God speak into it. Let God do it. Today, God, I need my miracle. Today, I need my answer. I need you to speak into my life. Hallelujah.
1: Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh God, my God.